Welcome to another edition of the Bovada at Odds podcast. I'm Seth Everett. The head odds maker at BovadaSportsbook.com is Patrick Morrow. And Patrick, sometimes you can predict that's the nature of sports gambling. I think the New England Patriots-Buffalo Bills game was the exact opposite. And I'll tell you when I thought about you, because, you know, I think about you from time to time. Uh, when the New England Patriots lost the lead in the fourth quarter. When Buffalo came back, I said, there is no chance and watch the Bills cover now. And not only did they not, but Mac Jones threw a touchdown pass and the Patriots actually won. I couldn't believe it. Seth, it's no secret that I've always been a huge Mac Jones guy. I've always said that you can win a Super Bowl with Mac Jones under center. You know, if you go back through past episodes, I, you know, don't don't look too hard, mind you. Don't spend too much time on it. But uh, yeah, that, that was awesome. I, I did no chance I saw that coming. I thought we were dead in the water. And, and yeah, at that point, for the sake of the book, uh, I was thinking the same thing. Like, okay, at least uh, we'll get uh, the Bills spreads. Because the Bills money line, sure. But Bill spreads were back pretty massively on Sunday. So I thought, please, no pick six, no fumble six. Let's just get out of here at this point. And that, that was amazing. And that uh, that came on the heels of uh, it leaking over the weekend that uh, Bill Belichick had just signed a so-called lucrative extension, um, which I thought was insanely surprising because a lot of people have been talking about, is he on the hot seat? Can Bill Belichick actually be out this season if the Patriots had another underperforming year, which it very much looks like they were on the way to, but uh, well, 29, 25. They still are. They're two and five. I, that that buys you that buys you a little goodwill though if you're uh, beating the Buffalo Bills like that one of the Super Bowl favorites this year that's starting to slump a little bit or starting to have at least a few questions to be asked but uh, that was a great win uh, and, and a great day of football we had uh, more than a few upsets out there great weekend of football Monday night was great uh, and uh, usually when games are that chaotic and there are that many upsets it's a really good day for the book so. Sorry to the listeners if you were uh, participating on Buffalo, if you had the 49ers, if you had more of the few favorites on Sunday, it, it just wasn't your day. It wasn't your weekend, unfortunately. No, it definitely was not. All right, the baseball is kind of in a weird spot because uh, at the time of this release, Game 7 between the Diamondbacks and Phillies will have happened. Uh, we know the Texas Rangers are in the World Series, and that dream World Series of the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks is still alive. And there's something to be said for that after the division series was very lackluster. The wildcard series was just putrid. Uh, there's a report that ESPN, remember the, the wildcard series was a creation of ESPN during the COVID year and they've kept the wildcard series. And there's a report this week that ESPN is going to opt out of their baseball contract after 2025 uh, because they want to allocate money for college football. That's an interesting t stance because then what does that mean for the wild card series? But that's a separate conversation. I'll ask you as the non-biased, non-jaded former baseball reporter, uh, have these series gripped you? Have you watched a minute of them? I know, you know, as your job as, as an odd makes odds maker, you have to you know track sports and see how the book is doing and all that stuff. But was was this? Was this on your mind? I'm not in the slightest set. Uh, see, no, this is the good thing about being me is I can get other people to be in charge of the baseball. 
So I, I haven't really looked at it much at all. So we've got a team of about six, seven guys that are just doing baseball all the time. I'll check in with them once a week to just, hey, everything kosher, everything looking good, positions where we like them. Um, you know, you, you noted the that word the, kosher, very, very uh, apropos in this uh, time now. We stand uh, with Israel, you know, a little kosher action. Very nice. I know that's what I, you were you thinking. Yeah, I think, you know, that's that's the safest take I can have uh, I think right now. Kosher is good. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, you caught me off there. Okay. Um, yeah, no, yeah, otherwise, I could just say from pure dollar and cents, uh, the fact that the, uh, the LCS games both went seven, uh, that's always good for the book just because, you know, the more games, the more money coming in, the more props we can put out there. And the more betting opportunities we can give players. Uh, so the wild cards resolving as quickly as they did. Uh, I wasn't even aware of who won or who did anything. I, I obviously, I know Toronto lost uh, just being in a kind of a Blue Jays fan from once upon a time. But otherwise, I, it's it's only been Twitter or X. So it'll always be Twitter to me. Twitter, Twitter is where I've found out what's happening in these games. Because, again, as we noted last week, we're in the midst of 50 days straight of american football every single day and between that between my uh make-believes uh, i've only got so many eyes Seth. there's only so much you can do i've heard one uh one uh suggestion on what to call twitter or x what about twix yes. oh I hey that's good because they could uh twix you know they could good. filter it uh, into left twix and right twix like the commercials right, <laughs> yeah. right. Twix. You know, you can you can access leftwix.com and rightwix.com. Be far less, uh, you know, fighting on social media if we just separated <laughs> leftwix and rightwix. I, I think you're onto something. I, I instantly hated it, and then in about a quarter of a second, I loved it. <laughs> right, your face was like, ah, no. yeah. No, I I came around. We got something there. Also, the NBA starts this week. Uh, the balls start to bouncing, and uh, the uh, sneakers start to squeaking. And uh, the NBA is there. There's also an in-season tournament. Uh, it makes no sense because it's the same teams. Uh, but the favorites uh, at sportsbooks around the nation, including Bavada, the Boston Celtics, who have revamped themselves, and the Milwaukee Bucks uh, coming in as the four, the favorites. The defending champs, uh, Denver Nuggets. Then there's the Phoenix Suns, Golden State. What are you seeing for the NBA? Yeah, and uh, Seth, uh, just a note, uh, Giannis just uh, locked up about $190 million guaranteed over the next uh, three years with uh, a player option uh, to do whatever the heck he wants, I think, because that's how a lot of these contracts are going these days. But um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's funny, Seth, I was actually, I was walking in the grocery store yesterday, and uh, the shoes I was wearing were squeaking down the aisle, and I just thought, what a horrible sound, and then I was thinking... Oh, that's right. Basketball's coming back. Basketball's so, coming back. There you it's go. It's funny how the brain works like that. But yeah, looking at the futures board, you're right. It is the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they are the favorite right now uh, at plus 380, uh, just barely in front of the Boston Celtics. And the Nuggets and Suns are right there together. They're your top four favorite teams. Trailing them are the Warriors, Lakers, Clippers between 12 and 18 to 1. And unsurprisingly, uh, the two L.A. teams and the Miami Heat, who had that crazy run uh, in the postseason last year, going from eight seed to the finals, uh, the Miami Heat are also pretty popular as well, 25 to one right now. So a lot of love for uh, what we'd consider the mid-range teams. But uh, 
the favorites, uh, as is usually the case, the futures are uh, pretty good positions for us. The league is what the league is. It's top heavy. I mean, as always, uh, there is a good, healthy group of about six teams that are what you said, middle rung. Um, and then there's just bad. And it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. The, you know, the Thunder, the Hawks, the 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 the, the Pacers, the Jazz, the Rockets. Uh, it just it goes. It just I don't know. It's it's my it's the same argument about that league. I do not question the stars. The talent level is remarkable. There's so many positives about the NBA, and then there's this negative. And you know, you look at the schedule, and you'll see on a typical Tuesday, uh, there'll be games that it's almost as if the NBA doesn't even know they're happening. And it's it's just it's it's exacerbated in this sport. You know, the one thing I really like about the NBA, though, is even if some of their new stuff, uh, I don't think it's going to work like this is in-season tournament. I'm pretty skeptical about it, but I like that they're trying. Um, Adam Silver gets a lot of points for me for continuously being innovative in how he likes this league run. Um, and I think he's uh, built off a lot of uh, stern success and enhanced a lot of that, that success. And uh, I mean, the league does as well as it does globally now. I, I still think that one of the more frustrating things and you know it, it's going to happen again this year's moment this year again and i think when we see it the nba is going to try and police it better uh but the teams are just going to be crappier about it and that's going to be the load management that's yeah, going the, to be the, sit, the resting players yeah and that's just you know the part that that's a fan in me and thinks about how many times the lakers uh have come to toronto and they come once a year they come once a year and this goes back to when kobe and Shaq were playing there if they were on their East Coast swing and they're coming through Toronto and Toronto was on the back end of that uh, back-to-back. Right, and, and all of a sudden those guys aren't playing. Yeah, and you, you know, your son was a young basketball fan. And, you know, the Raptors, they have a pretty good fan base now. But when they first started, uh, you know, they were having a lot of trouble competing um, with the Maple Leafs. And you'd have a lot of fans, a lot of young fans coming to that game expecting to see Kobe Bryant for the very first time live in Toronto. And he would be playing in that game. And because that's been normalized more and more and more, it's now LeBron James. You see that when they come through the East Coast, it's uh, uh, it, it's tough. And I think that I think that hurts fans. And I think it just hurts. It hurts the product when you're basically saying that a team doesn't need to play their most optimal today to play the season the most optimally. Like it makes the most sense for the teams to rest their players in this spot if the goal is an NBA championship. But you are watering down your product. And you're telling the fans that you're watering down your immediate product when you do that. So why should pan, uh, fans want to pay for that? So I, I, I know the NBA is going to try and get in front of it the best they can. I don't know how well they can police it this year. I appreciate that they're trying, but uh, yeah, it's tough. And and for me, I, I can't get into NBA until at least January. So we're just in an overloaded part of the season right now. Uh, and like baseball, I've got a team for basketball as well, so they can worry about it so I don't have to. All right, let's take a look at this week's games, Patrick. And we'll start off with the Thursday night game. It's a gem. The Buffalo Bills hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buffalo coming off that shocking loss to New England against a Tampa Bay team that's a lot better these days than they had been. Yeah, Seth, I, I really don't know what to make of either of these two teams. Um, it looked like Tampa earlier in the season, um, you know, hey, maybe Baker Mayfield's figured it out. Maybe he's found, uh, you know, where it's going to make sense for him. And, uh, you know, the Bills, they, gosh, they got stunned against the Jets on Monday Night Football to start the year. Then, you know, they rallied off a couple wins. They beat the Dolphins, looked really good. 
And, uh, you know, then they get humbled by the Patriots. They almost lose to the Giants uh, last week as well. Um, I don't really know what to make of this. Um, looking at the odds themselves, though, uh, the players seem to be, uh, you know, less concerned than I am because the Bills are all the way up to nine point favorites right now. And uh, they are the biggest bet side of the week right now, looking at the NFL board at Bavada. So um, there's a little bit of love for that. Uh, the total, one of the smaller ones of the week, Seth, uh, sitting at 42 right now. Speaking of the Patriots, they beat Buffalo. Now they go into Miami. Miami comes off the loss to the Eagles, and the knock on the Dolphins has been, can they win a big game? This isn't necessarily a big game, but it's a game they have to have. You know, Seth, uh, I would certainly agree it's a game they have to have. It's, uh, you know, the AFC East is wide open for them this year with the Bills stumbling the way they have been. And I, I think if you're the New England Patriots, uh, you, you'd like to continue to show that, you know, hey, maybe last week wasn't a fluke against the Bills. Maybe our defense can hold up. Maybe our offense can finally figure it out. And the good thing for this Patriots team is that this Dolphins defense isn't very good. We know uh, on the other side of the ball with uh, Tua, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, and everyone else that they can put up video game numbers. But that Miami Dolphins defense is very bad. And that lends itself as an opportunity for the Patriots to maybe keep this one close. Having said that, the Dolphins are nine and a half point favorites at Bavada this week. The over-under in this one is sitting at 47, and the action's pretty even across the board right now. What do we make of the San Francisco 49ers? This is a team that comes in and were exposed against the Minnesota Vikings. The Niners come back home this week, Levi Stadium, to take on a Cincinnati Bengals team. Now remember, what do you make of the Bengals visiting San Francisco? Seth, yeah, this is an interesting one here. I mean, if you look at how these two teams start the year, they were going completely opposite directions. The 49ers, one of the last two teams that were undefeated in the NFL, and they've now suffered uh, back-to-back losses, as you noted. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals obviously stumbled themselves to start the year. They've also struggled with Joe Burrow's uh, injury situation due to his uh, knee as well. Looks like he's pretty okay, though, now. He's uh, you know got the Bengals uh, on a bit of a winning streak here, and uh, this is one that... I would say both teams need uh, 49ers just to get their head on straight. But the Bengals, if they're going to have any hope of a playoff run this year, they've got to start rolling them off. Looking at the odds in this one, the 49ers come into this as a five and a half point favorite. And the over under is sitting at 45 and a half right now. And uh, looking where the money's at, it, it's pretty split on this one too, Seth. Players don't really know how and when to jump in at this one. Again, uh, pretty split action here at Bavada. There's other good games. Uh, the Jets and the Giants. That's pretty neat. Uh, there's, uh, you know, it's it just it's a fun matchup. Uh, there's no buys this week. Everybody's in action, and there's no Europe games. Although there's a Germany game coming in a couple of weeks. Um, it's an exciting time in the NFL Week Eight in the National Football League, and you're starting to see a lot of storylines. Yeah, and you know what? It hasn't been played out uh, as predictably as a lot of people uh, assume, which is always the way with the NFL. Um, you know, there's only so many drives in a game. It allows for a lot of variance. Anybody can really beat anybody. I've got to say early on, um, the small success that Arizona has had relative to expectations with their new coach, that's been a really good story. I think, um, you know, you had all the hype around Bijan Robinson for Offensive Rookie of the Year. He was crushing it. And then I don't know what happened on Sunday, whether it was a team violation or illness, but he only got one carry, which is insane for fantasy owners, insane for uh, players that had backed him uh, and the commanders in that game. They ended up losing 14-7 to Tyrod Taylor. So I, I would say that this season appears to be uh, pretty, pretty wide open as to who could end up uh, 
hoisting the Lombardi trophy at the end of it all. But, uh, and, and that, that's been a good part of the early fun for me is that I, I don't know who's going to be there standing, uh, doing that yeah. right now. It does seem that wide open. Yeah. We, we also Brown Seahawks. We didn't touch on that game. Uh, you know, these are two teams that probably think they're going to the playoffs and that's an evenly matched game. What, what that line's less than three or three. We're talking about a, a tight matchup. The Browns played an amazing game last week. That was wild. This week, they go into Seattle. Maybe they play another great game. The games have been outstanding. Yeah, and we touched on it last week. The Jets are just a good QB away from being a playoff contender. That's how good they've played otherwise with Zach Wilson. It's it's a shame that they're potentially and likely, based on our playoff odds, uh, going to be wasting all that other potential because I, I I don't think they're going to be good enough to make the playoffs with Zach Wilson. They're favorite against the Giants in that one, but uh, you know the Giants aren't too hot these days, anyways. Whether it's Tyrod Taylor or Daniel Jones behind that woeful, woeful offensive line. So, uh, hey, well they keep C- asking the, coach. the Texans. Gotta they, like they them keep too. asking the coach, and I, I I mean to cut you off. the The coach is hysterical because he can't say, "Yeah, we're better with Tyrod Taylor." The the coach can't say that. He could think it. He can say it in private. He cannot say that publicly. They're paying Daniel Jones $40 million. They gave him the extension. They can't say we're better with Tyrod Taylor. I mean, I I don't think that would necessarily be right, though. Like, he he looked better against the commanders, but against the Bills, like, he, there were passes that were missed. There was not a lot of uh, trust uh, thrown in him. I get that it was his first game in a long time starting, and I, I I think Daniel Jones is still your guy going forward, not Tyrod Taylor. I think the commanders are just playing woeful football right now. Just real, real bad. I don't know what uh, Riverboat Ron uh, has got up his sleeve because uh, it looks like they're coming up empty everywhere. After they lost to the Bears on Thursday Night Football a few weeks ago, that was it. I was done on the commanders for the year. Also because I lost the survivor pick that day, so maybe I took it extra personally. <laughs> Well, as long as as you acknowledge that. (laughs) Yeah, I own my biases. Uh, Everyone tells me that, uh, you know, I've got them, but at least I know what my biases are. I don't pretend I don't have them, which makes me better than the rest of you biased folks. I own my biases, too. Uh, I hate the New York Rangers. There you go. And I'll never take it back. Uh, In college football, there's uh, some intriguing matchups. Georgia, Florida. That's an interesting one, even though uh, Georgia's a heavy favorite. Uh, you have, you know, Duke, Louisville, Oregon, Utah, you have some conference matchups that are intriguing. Uh, but to, to be perfectly honest with you, this, uh, college, my Syracuse orange are playing Virginia tech on Thursday by Saturday. I will have forgotten college football. Oh my gosh. They put you on Thursday. Is uh, Syracuse getting the Amazon prime treatment now? Is that how bad they are? <laughs> Nope, it's not an Amazon Prime <laughs> game, but it's 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 uh it, it it literally is a Thursday night game. Um, yeah, that's a weird night to watch college football. I, it doesn't fit me. No, I've always thought that those Thursday night college games just kind of get lost. Um, but yeah, huh. I don't know. Tampa Bay Buffalo might not be that great, so who knows if Buffalo's going to be oh, down. Tampa Bay Buffalo is going to be good. That's what I'll wind up doing. I'll wind up watching that game. Well, maybe it'll be a blow. Maybe it'll be no good. Maybe Syracuse. Uh, it's a winnable game for Syracuse. You're only two and a half point dogs. So uh, I don't know. He might be doing some surfing. I've told you in the past. <laughs> I wanted to end with make you laugh. Um, right. I told you in Look. the past that uh, uh, my wife's family lives in London, right? 
and that's mm-hmm. how they're Arsenal season ticket holders. That's the whole how I became an Arsenal fan. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> uh, one of uh the cousins, a guy I'm pretty close with, a season ticket holder for Arsenal, has to be in New York this week. And he wanted to make plans. So I said, "Great, let's let's get together." He says, "Are there any?" This is all over WhatsApp, so take it for what it's worth. He says, "Are there any sporting events we could go to?" I said, "Well, the Devils are hosting the Washington Capitals on Wednesday night. We can check out uh, the Devils." He says, "Wait a second, Madison Square Garden. The Knicks play the Celtics." I go, yeah, so? <laughs> so he wants me to go with him to Knicks Celtics. I'm going to go to Knicks Celtics, and I'm going to have the Devils game on my phone. On your MSG Plus app. On my MSG Plus app. That's right. There That's you go. See, the Dolan family always wins no matter what, Seth. I've noticed, I, I, I think it's a cultural thing, but I've got a, a lot of got fellows that work for me and they're in the Costa Rica office. They love to do the voice notes on WhatsApp as opposed to uh, just actually texting you. And I don't know. It's, uh, I've got to say, don't like the voice notes. No. No, don't like the voice notes. I get it. If you have to tell me, tell like uh, something complicated and you're trying to get it out quick, maybe that's faster than typing, but it's just, uh, I get a lot, very liberal use of the voice notes in Costa Rica. That's that's what I'll say. Oh, okay. That's see, that's my this other uh, the WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah, WhatsApp is very popular globally. I'm more of a Signal guy. I like my Signal, but uh, yeah, Signal WhatsApp, not a Telegram guy. I had Telegram for all of a day or two for some sports betting stuff, but uh, what I was using it for there ran out, and then there was no interest otherwise. And then I think Telegram's got some curious uh, and maybe negative associations around it. So maybe I don't need to have Telegram app. Can you uh, can you imagine me at an NBA game over an NHL game? I no no I I could see you just sulking the entire time. I'll be a miserable I'll be a, look a on grown your face. up. They'll be like, oh look at the bright lights, look at that, that's so cool. Be like, yeah. hockey's better. Hockey's better. Hockey's better. We got 16 games on the Tuesday this week. It's uh, no, that yeah. happened already. By the time this podcast yeah. out, that'll have happened. Yeah, that's why I tried to. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, no, hockey's hockey's better than NBA. We we say that all the time. That's that's just the <laughs> way it is. But that's uh, a shame that uh, you know. It's it's. I guess this is the first time seeing. Or is this his first time in the area? Has he ever been to New York before? The cousin is coming. No, he's been there. He's been there, but he wants to go to Madison. He wants to see the world's most famous arena. See, that's just like that's a marketing thing now. Like, does anyone would you still consider it to be the world's? No. Yeah. Like I, I've been to New York City before, and I didn't go to Madison Square Garden, and I don't feel like I missed out at all. Um. If there was the perfect event that wanted that, you know, lent itself to me going there, then I'd go. Like, actually, when I was uh, visiting you in March uh, this year, man, I can't believe I came to New Jersey to visit you. Um, I was looking at because uh, there was ACC tournament on. I think yeah. um, 
think Big East uh, was happening as well. So I was wondering about thinking about extending for a day or two to go check that out, but didn't end up coming together. But I remember that's that. the closest I've ever been to going to the Madison Square Garden, probably the closest I'll ever be. And that's okay. Yeah, my favorite times at Madison Square Garden, I saw Prince there like four different times. Well, that's pretty cool. That was fun. That place has great acoustics. It just gets so stinking loud, and there's Ranger banners everywhere. I don't hate the Knicks the way I hate the Rangers. I don't care about the Knicks. I care about the Rangers. I mean, in my lifetime, the Knicks just haven't really been relevant good. Like, I, there's the tail end of Patrick Ewing uh, playing there is when I start uh, no, watching basketball. Life, and... I was, in, I was a, in college when... Uh, the Knicks went to the finals when Michael Jordan uh, retired the first time. And then the Knicks played the Rockets in the finals. That was that's 94. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's my that's my my memory. I'll never forget that. That was bonkers. That was OJ. You know, the OJ chase the same day as one of the games of the series. That was crazy. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yep. The Rangers. That's were, when basketball uh... in New York was like the center of the universe. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for the Bavada at Odds podcast. Uh, again, you can go to BavadaSportsbook.com and get the latest odds on all of these events, just not the 1994 NBA Finals. We'll see you next week. Take care, folks.